Hi, this is Vlita with Women Ministering. And today, I'm here to talk to you about how to achieve your goals and dreams. As you know, Women Ministering is a place for women who are changing their world by sharing God's love, and I want them to be inspired to flourish. So, you might wonder about how to achieve your goals and dreams. Seems like we don't really talk much about our dreams, I'm not, and I'm not talking about our dreams at night. I'm talking about those little things inside of us that it, we think, oh man, I really wish I could do this. And some of them, we may not talk to anyone about them because we think that we might be made fun of or someone's going to discourage us. Our spiritual goals, visions, and dreams might feel impossible, or at the very least, we might have convinced ourselves that they are impossible. So how can we achieve our goals and dreams if we don't look at them? Well, of course, the answer is we can't. If all we'd ever do is just sort of occasionally pull them out of the box, take a glance at them, and then put them back, we're never going to achieve them. I have often heard women say, oh, I'd like to do that, but I just can't. Well, why? Now, of course, I realize that some dreams have to be put aside until the time is right. Um, you might have a dream to travel in Europe, but right now you have three little kids and very limited finances, so traveling to Europe isn't going to happen right now. So what are the obstacles? to your dream being fulfilled. I think there are lots of other dreams um, that could have been done sooner, but we don't have the confidence in ourselves to do them, or we're so burdened down with other responsibilities that maybe we really can't do them right now because we would need to make some changes in our life in order to do them. Sometimes money is the obstacle. Um, at other times, it's just that life takes over, and we put our dreams in a box, and we may never take them out again. And I'm not also not saying that every single goal, vision, and dream we have is God's will, and you have to do it. Some are just things we'd really like to do, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if we can't achieve them, it doesn't mean that we're failing God. Maybe we just need to make some adjustments or changes in them. So how do you know which dreams and goals to hang on to and which ones to set aside? Well, of course, that's an individual decision. Nobody else can tell you that. Um, you have to make that decision. But the first avenue, of course, is always prayer. If we pray and put the dream in God's hands, we'll know. Um, the other thing is that the fulfillment of our dreams generally requires hard work and dedication on our part. God doesn't just do it for us. He gives us the strength and the knowledge, but he doesn't do the work that's involved. We do that. So as we look at our dreams, we have to decide, okay, what's going to be required? What sacrifices would I maybe have to make and am I willing to commit to the amount of work required? So it's a process of just really looking at it and deciding, okay, what do I have to do and am I willing to do it? 
For a lot of years, I had a desire to write, and I really believed it was what God wanted me to do. But at that point in my life, I couldn't do it. I was working three jobs, and I could not fit one more thing in. My life finally reached a point where I had the time, and I started to educate myself. Then, just as I thought I was going to start writing, my husband was killed in an accident, and I was diagnosed with cancer. So for over two years, I was sidelined. Just when I thought I could fulfill my dream, really get going on it, life happened. Finally, the pain and the fog cleared, and I started again. I didn't just decide, oh, that was a sign from God that I shouldn't do it. God's going to be really clear with you if you're doing something that you shouldn't do, and he doesn't need to resort to bad things. God had nothing to do with my husband dying. And so it wasn't a sign from God. It was just life that happened. I didn't allow the circumstances to make me stop. I renewed my education. I went to a writer's retreat, and I started making the the sacrifices that were necessary to publish a book. It took time, money, hard work, and dedication. And there were times when frustration just reached a peak But you know what? I published my book. Then I started blogging. And that has required a learning curve that I didn't anticipate. I have a friend um, that started writing around the same time I did. Actually, she probably started a little before me. But we began this process of looking into how to publish a book and all that. And finally, We looked at each other and say, okay, God told us to write, but he tricked us. He did not tell us about all the work that was involved. And it wasn't really that he tricked us, but it was just, you know, he says do something, and then we don't really realize, oh, he said do this, but he didn't tell me it was going to be this difficult. And that happens. Um. There was a lot to learn. Blogging doesn't just mean that you sit down with a cup of coffee and write about uh, what new, your new shoes that you bought. If you really go look at Christian blogs, most of the Christian blogs that are out there right now, they are done with excellence. It requires time, effort, research, knowledge of a bunch of different apps and things about coding and all kinds of things that I had no idea were going to be involved. But I knew it was what I was supposed to do, and so here I am. I'm doing it. I love to write. It's a passion. And that passion takes me through the frustration and the exhaustion that's involved. So here's my question to you. Do you love your dream? Because there's one thing that's going to be the primary determining factor in whether or not your dreams, goals, and visions are fulfilled. Now, you know that God is with you, of course, and that's the basis. But the one thing that will determine whether you succeed or fail is this. Do you have a desire deep in your spirit that won't be silent? And do you love it? Do you love your dream? Does it provide you with joy when you think about it? Is it worth doing? Is it worth it to you? 
Those are the questions you need to ask yourself. It doesn't matter what others think. Um, some people will give you positive input. A lot of times when you're expressing a dream like, oh, I want to be a Christian blogger, people kind of pat you on the back and do the bless your heart number on you. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're feeling like a fool. But does it matter to you? Well, if so, then you need to be willing to do what's required to make it happen. But you also need to be open to change. Because you know what? The finished product might not look like your original picture. And that's a common factor in all of life. We have a picture, but in the end, there are changes and modifications made along the way simply because of things we weren't aware of when we formed that original picture. We kind of all had a picture of what we thought our life was going to be like, and it's doubtful 20 years later that your life looks exactly like you thought it was going to 20 years previously. Things change. I wanted to write, but originally I didn't even see a blog as part of the picture. After I started the blog, I didn't see that I would be doing videos and podcasts. The images that I would have to create or the learning curve that was involved, all I saw was writing. My picture changed, but it had to if I wanted to accomplish my goal and my dream. I had the choice. I could either embrace the changes or just stick to my first picture because I was not going to change it. I never envisioned the amount of work involved in being a Christian blogger or writer. I had to make another choice. I had to embrace all of that because I loved my dream. Now, if you have a dream, its fulfillment will involve things you can't see now. But if it's a dream you love, you're going to embrace them and move forward. That's what decides the fulfillment or the death of your dream. Some dreams are built, in fact, most dreams are built over a period of years. Very few take place in a short time, depending on what they are. Um, if your dream is to open a coffee shop, that might take a lot of time and it's going to take a lot of money. If your dream is to start a dog walking business, that could probably happen more quickly. So what is your dream? Um, have you ever shared it with somebody and they discouraged or mocked you? Uh, that happens a lot. And while it's hard to overcome that, you need to go back to what I said before. Do you love your dream? If so, don't let the negativity of others stop you. The fulfillment of every dream is hard work. And if you truly can't fulfill your dream right now, at least start with the initial steps. Write out what you want to do. Then start researching what's required to do it. You can do that for free because you can get on the internet and find all kinds of information. Some of it good, some of it bad, but if you look at enough of it, you can weigh it out and begin to see, okay, this is a common thread of um, what not to do, and here's a common thread of what to do. And then you can take that and begin building on it. Um, Find some other people who have done something similar and talk to them. Ask questions. In 2002, 
I started a faith-based nonprofit for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. All I started with was a desire to help people in need in the little community that we had moved to and where I live right now. So I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where the need was. So I just started going and talking to people. I went to the city offices and started asking questions. I went to some other organizations um, that help people give them food, etc. in town and just ask questions of people that I didn't even know. And one person led to another. One person would say, well, I, this is what we do, and maybe this is an idea. Go talk to so-and-so. I finally ended up at the county prosecutor's office talking to the victim witness coordinator. I didn't know something like that even existed. And she told me what was needed from her perspective. So from there... I contacted a couple of larger organizations that were involved in that arena. That She gave me the names of them. In fact, she even took me to a training with her so that I could see what kind of what it was about. And I just kept pushing forward. Um, I, I spent hours on the Internet doing research about how to do this, what was needed, talking to people, taking notes, calling people, visiting places. I had never written an application for a 501c3 nonprofit status in my life, but I did it, and I got the status. I opened a small little office at our church, and it was me, a desk, and a cell phone in an empty office. Um, Local law enforcement was not particularly inclined to work with me. Um, There had been someone who had tried to do this several years earlier, but people tried to utilize them and work with them, but they could never get a hold of them, and so they had been very soured on the whole idea of the organization that I was trying to start. But I persevered. I kept talking to them, and I kept sitting in my little office all by myself, writing my grants and doing other things. I spent hours, days, weeks learning. I learned how to write grants, and I actually got some money. And over the next 12 years, I built an operation that employed several people and served hundreds of people per year in two counties. I had a dream, and I stubbornly pursued it. I had naysayers. It was hard work, but I knew I was doing what I was supposed to do. There was something inside of me driving me forward. I had no idea what I was doing when I started. I had never even heard of a victim witness coordinator or an agency like this. And my first steps were just questions and lots of reading. And I'm telling you this to encourage you to step out, do something in order to pursue your dream. The only way anything is going to happen is if you do something. Thinking won't make your dream come true. It's a part of it, but if that's all you do, then you're never going to get there. I didn't have any special help. I didn't have any money and nobody with me. It was just me all by myself in my tiny little office. I'm not special or different. I just had a dream. God gave me the strength and I stepped out 
to do the things I had never done before. Really, things that were out of character for me. I'm not this outgoing person who just pushes her way through everything. Well, at least I wasn't. (laughs) But I saw that the steps that were required to move forward were there. I saw what they were, and so I took them. And that's how a dream becomes a reality. Pray, act. Pray, act. That's the way to move forward and make your dream happen. Um, One thing I would suggest that I didn't do and wish I had is keep a journal. Keep a record of what you learn and how you apply it and what the result is. Um, There's a lot of value, great value, in knowing what worked and what didn't, how you got there. It's also a wonderful faith builder to look back and see the progress you've made in various areas. Even if it takes you years, it doesn't matter. You can make a few steps at a time toward your dream. You'll be amazed and encouraged when you look back. So here's the steps that I've talked about so far. Is first, write out your dream and what might be required to fulfill it. Pray. Take the first steps. Ask questions. Begin your education. Write out more things that will be required as you learn about them. Calculate the cost and calculate it in terms of money, commitment, and work. Pray. Take all the steps you can and continue to learn. Be willing to make adjustments and changes to how your dream looks and don't give up. That is the way to succeed, is don't give up. I had naysayers about my dream to help people. I had opposition. There were a lot of obstacles to overcome. But if you believe you're supposed to do what you've dreamed of, then pursue it. Hebrews 10, 34-39 in the Passion Translation says, You sympathized with those in prison, and when all your belongings were confiscated, you accepted that violation with joy. Convinced that you possess a treasure growing in heaven that could never be taken from you. So don't lose your bold, courageous faith, for you are destined for a great reward. You need the strength of endurance to reveal the poetry of God's will, and then you receive the promise in full. For soon and very soon, the one who is appearing will come without delay. And he also says, My righteous ones will live from faith, but if fear holds them back, my soul is not content with them. But we are certainly not those who are held back by fear and perish. We are among those who have faith and experience true life. I love that. That's about not giving up. Don't let fear stop you. Endurance is required but the reward is to have faith and experience true life. So don't let your dreams be crushed by others, and don't crush it yourself. Instead, take a really honest look at it and decide whether or not you're willing to pursue it with God's help. If so, you will see the fulfillment of your goals and dreams. And again, I just want to encourage you, 
to pursue God with everything in you and pursue your dreams and visions, your goals. Don't give up. Um, don't be discouraged. And remember this verse in Hebrews 10, 34 to 39. I want you to be inspired to flourish and be blessed in Jesus' name. And thank you.